Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. After 31 years of waiting, the day is here. The Battle of Alberta meets again in the postseason tonight. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. I cannot wait to talk about the Battle of Alberta tonight. First time in 31 years these teams are meeting in the postseason. I have you covered with recaps, ways to win, and your players to watch today. Uh, I guess I should say preview, not a recap. I'm sorry. As you can probably tell if you're listening, um, I'm sick. <laughs> but yes, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts for free, as well as YouTube for free 99. Um, tonight's the night. Tonight is the night that Alberta has been waiting for. Hockey fans have been waiting for. People, ac- hockey fans across the globe have been waiting for. I... For those of you who are new here, I don't live in Alberta or Calgary or anywhere near there. I live in upstate New York, and I was talking about this series with my uh, group project mates today, and they were even excited, and here we are (laughs) on the other side of the continent. But there has to be something so special in the air in Alberta. Everyone's fired up. The red lot ended up selling out in less than a minute. Flames fans are ready to have (laughs) the province shaking. The farms are going to be rattling. Today, the Flames held an optional skate. Chris Tanev was back on the ice, and of course, Jacob Markstrom is in net. Great to have uh, Chris Tanev back. (laughs) Um, I'm ready. The Flames are ready to snatch this game right out. From underneath the Edmonton Oilers. Tonight, they're going to have to play some disciplined hockey. That This is the thing. This is the thing that is weighing heavy on my mind that could potentially, potentially be an issue here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. They, they have to play smart hockey. They have to play disciplined hockey because the Oilers have the second best power play. And you know that Connor McDavid eats the Flames alive on the power play. We've we've been over this before. We've seen it, we've lived it, and we don't want to see it again. It is just not something that will (laughs) benefit the Flames in the slightest at all. Um, Obviously, it'll be detrimental. And the defense is going to have to pull through and kind of get it together. There were... A few moments last series that just gave me the big time ick. Um, and I don't like they have to help Markstrom out more than they helped him out last series. But, you know, there's only so much weight um, one goaltender can pull. And I think that, the, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the defense is really, um, they're, 
they're banged up. It's fairly obvious they're banged up and hurting. But uh, I think that they're going to come through tonight and through this entire series and be what they need to be for for the Flames. Uh, like I mentioned, Chris Tanev is back tonight after an undisclosed game after missing game seven <laughs> due to an undisclosed injury that he suffered in game six. So it's great to have him back. Johnny is giving him the A back. Uh, Johnny actually said, you know, oh, I'll happily give it back to him. He's a great leader. Like there's a reason he's our top D man. You know, it wasn't like a, oh yeah, you know, it worked for a game, I guess. Like, cause I have to give it back now. It was like a very positive interaction I guess I which I would fully expect because I don't think Johnny is the kind of person to like hog the A by any means I don't think that he is someone who would be like oh no it's mine now like you know when you give a toddler a toy and you're like oh yeah like your phone and you're just like okay like you watch a show or whatever while we're grocery shopping and then taking it back from them is like trying to solve world peace yeah no you don't have to worry about that with Johnny but it looks like on paper the flames are set up for success but as we know it's not always the better team that comes out on top um or you know it's not about how they look on paper it's about how they go out there and perform I think the flames do have a few challenges ahead of them they're it's going to be a great series, do not get me wrong, but I do think that the Flames have their work cut out for them. Uh, could it be a little easier this time around uh, versus <laughs> versing Mike Smith instead of Jake Ottinger? Probably, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be this walk in the park that it could that people are like kind of framing it to be. But uh, the Flames are a much deeper team than the Oilers are. And like I said, it's going to be a fun series. It's going to be everything people are hoping for. But I don't necessarily think it's going to be something where we see like a line brawl. I don't think we're going to see any of that. (laughs) I don't think that we're going to see Jacob Markstrom like (laughs) Chuck and Nucks with Mike Smith or anything like that. Like I just, I know that's what people want. I'm sure it'll be a physical series, but it's not going to be like the 80s or anything like that. But coming up next, we are going to talk about ways to win. And before we do that, I wanted to talk about uh, ways for you to win when it comes to your car. (laughs) With the ever-increasing number of makes makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain store to have every part in stock that you need at all times. Why endure endure the often painless and seemingly intimidating questioning of what is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't personally I don't understand what it means when my car is a limited or an SE. What I, I don't know. I just know it runs and it breaks, right? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand the their warehouse happens to carry. Avoid all of that and head on over to rockauto.com. Save time and money when you, you're saving time and money when you're using Rock Auto. I mentioned it uh, before, but I had to order <laughs> more parts for my Hyundai Sonata because my car is um, I'm driving that baby into the ground. And 
Rock Auto has saved me over $200 when it comes to my windows. It is a very, very easy to navigate website. As long as, uh, you know, you know what, <laughs> what your car is, if the make and model, the, they will happily help you track down the parts you need. And they are a family-owned business serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. And it doesn't matter if you are a professional mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer. They, There's no price tiers for anyone. Head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto and you can follow me on Twitter. My at is on the screen right now. You can follow me at Jess Belmosto. Uh, We're always having fun conversations there. I think that there are a few ways that this team could go and win this. Uh, let's take it day by day. Can go win this game. You know, looking at the bigger picture is what we did on yesterday's episode with Brett from Locked On Oilers. If you hear my cat in the background, I deeply apologize, but he is finding himself very entertained with uh, just running around my mattress in the bedroom. But Listen to yesterday's episode with uh, the preview from Locked On Oilers because we do a more deep dive into things. But right now, I think with game one today, really need to just focus on day by day. <laughs> That's all you can really do. But what what are what things are in the Flames' favor? Well, we already talked about it. <laughs> the Flames are a deeper team have a well-rounded group, and they have shown that their roster is able to do the jobs that they're assigned. I think that everyone is able to step up when needed. I think that everyone has the ability to, um, you know, do do what they need to do, but also go that extra mile. Like, I'm talking about Mike Stone, of course. <laughs> um, I think that there are players who have really been able to shine through this series and really look like new players to this team and have given this team an extra boost of confidence or um, – have been able to go out there and have to do a double shift or, you know, adjust with new line mates because they're only playing with 11 forwards. But I, this is, this is going to be a toughie right here. Um, Dreisaitl. Okay. He has a nagging foot injury that seems to be like pretty severe. Um, But he's supposedly going to be in the lineup tonight. And uh, that makes me nervous um, for like his body, <laughs> but I think that that man would play like with his leg like severed off, honestly. But I think that that's going to be a huge factor in this series. Is how do we get the Flames to 
silence him. I I don't know. I guess he hasn't looked like himself. He didn't look like himself last series. And as time goes on, that injury is, is only going to get worse. Or was the rest from Game 7 to now enough to, um, you know, stabilize it for a little bit. But another thing is the discipline. The Flames need to figure out how to remain level-headed. Get under their skin, but do not, do not, do not, do not. Do it in a way that is going to cost you the game by going to the penalty box for two minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Game misconduct. Don't do that. They need to figure out a way to remain level-headed and, you know, think with the logic and not the emotion. I know that is very difficult to do, but they have to figure out a way to do it. They're not going to have a successful game or series remainder of the playoffs if they're going based off emotions. Um, You know, take your emotions out on shooting the puck. Do it that way. Do not punch people, right? Don't headbutt people. Uh, Do not cross-check people. You just, you have to figure out a way to avoid the Oilers going on the power play because you know who's a problem on the power play? Connor McDavid. I haven't really talked about him much this episode because I feel like it goes without saying that he's a problem. He's a problem for the other 31 league teams in the league, not for the Oilers. <laughs> the Oilers are very lucky to have a fan like that. But like I said, he he destroys the Flames on the power play. He destroys everyone on the power play. And I think that it, it would be interesting to watch Uh, how he does it even strength. I think it's going to be a situation where the Flames just, they need to figure out a way to neutralize him. And the only way to do that is by playing even strength hockey and solid defense. Like Jacob Markstrom, like, yes. Okay. Jacob Markstrom is probably going to allow a goal or two from Connor McDavid. That is inevitable. Yeah, you have to look at it that way. <laughs> You're not going to shut out this team game like night and night after night here. But you have to really remind yourself, these aren't the stars you're playing. These are the Oilers. You're playing against one of the greatest players, two of the greatest players in the world, really. And you want to just, you know, keep their scoring to a minimum, keep them off the score sheet as much as possible. And I think Jacob Markstrom has the ability to do that. I don't think. I know they do. So it's going to be a fun time with that. I think it's going to be one of one of the instances where we're really going to see Markstrom shine through. And the rest of the defense as well. Flames are going to have to crash the net tonight. Um, Mike Smith is in net. And, I, you know, I know that he has, like, the second best save percentage through the postseason so far. But... He's, he's bound to pull a Mike Smith at some point. You know, he is going to absolutely just be a Mike Smith. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are maybe new here, Mike Smith is uh, historically not a very good goaltender, but he's uh, putting on a show 
he had two shutouts in the last series. So we're definitely going to have to see what's what's cooking uh, in in Calgary these next two games. But what I the way that this team is going to win, the most obvious way this team is going to win, <laughs> is by generating those quality shots and scoring first. They need to cycle the puck, shoot the puck, crash the net, do what they need to do to win. Whoever scored in, uh, scored first in, in each game in the series against the Kings and Oilers won the game. I don't want any of this third period overtime comeback heart attack events. I don't want any of that this series. I, if we can avoid overtime, especially in elimination games, I would appreciate that. And I think the rest of the world would too, but just have those high danger scoring chances. I really, really think the Flames are going to have a, I don't want to say an easier time with that, but I think that they're going to have a really good time and the ability to do that against the Oilers more so than they were against the Stars. I just, I think that um, there are some gaps, some bigger gaps in the Oilers um, roster than there are the Stars, and especially with uh, a few of their players playing hurt. I just, I don't really, I'm not entirely sure what, how this is going to work, but I I have faith. I do have faith in the Flames, and like I mentioned, I think that the factors going into this between Dreisaitl being hurt, the discipline, and Mike Smith, I think that the Flames are really playing, like, it's on their side. Things are in their favor. (laughs) But coming up next, we are going to take a quick snack break to talk about Built Bar, and we will wrap up the show with, uh, the Flames to watch, and I am absolutely looking forward to this game tonight. And you know what? I always need when I'm watching hockey a snack. Built Bars are um, a delicious tasting protein bar that are now also uh, these puffs. They're called puffs, and the birthday cake puffs uh, were just sent to us last week. And it is like dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and just biting into heavenly goodness. I received my Built Puffs and have never had anything like it before. They are a protein-infused marshmallow. Healthy snack that doesn't taste like it should be healthy for you. There are about 150 calories and 16 grams of protein with only 9 grams of sugar. And this is a limited time flavor that is an option on the website for you today. And I don't know how long they're going to be there. So you're definitely going to want to check it out. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate as well. That means with Built, you can eat healthy and pinch that craving. And they are made with collagen protein as well, which helps your body absorb more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. Head on over to Built.com to get your birthday cake puffs now. And head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order at Built.com. Wow. 
I am very happy that we are getting this series. I think this is something that a lot of people were hoping we would get in 2020 because of the way that the standings were falling. Uh, it really looked like the Flames and Oilers were going to meet up. It it did look like that, and everyone was hopeful for it. But then, unfortunately, things happened, and uh, yeah, we know the rest. But tonight is going to be a good night. Fun way to start off the series is always my Flames to watch. This My Flames to watch are not going to be players on the first line. I think that you have to look elsewhere for these players to shine and for your flame of the game, if you will. But Michael Backlund is my first flame to watch. He had four points last series, and he found himself performing at a different level that he hadn't performed at during the regular season. He had one goal that ended up sparking the comeback in game five? I Four or five, I believe. And he took his uh, ability to lead that to lead and center that second line very seriously he I was all my eyes were always drawn to him and I felt like he had this just this spark to him and his two-way ability shined through as well there were certain plays where you would have expected a defenseman to make that play but it was backland so I was happy to watch him and I'm really excited to see what he can bring to this series as well as Michael Stone. This goes without saying. I think that everybody should be watching out for him. I think that he is just a fun player to watch. I think that he has really uh, found his game again, which is great. You know, I mentioned last week about all the adversities that he's had to overcome between battling a blood clot, being bought out, and then just being brought back and again, 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 on PTOs, and then sitting up in the press box. He only played 11 regular season games this year, and he has just looked fantastic. It really looks like he hasn't missed a beat. He has no confidence problem when it comes to shooting the puck. I think he he ended up leading the Flames one night, in shots on goal with like nine. He had nine in under 10 minutes, which is absolutely incredible for any player, but especially a defenseman. And that he laid out the formula for success. You know, the flames went out there and rolled out 11 forwards and seven defensemen after that. And it, it worked. I, I'm interested to see if we see him in the lineup tonight or at any other time in this series, especially because it looks like Oliver Shillington got really banged up on uh, on Sunday. So we'll have to cross our fingers and see what the recipe for success is. This time, we know that Daryl Sutter doesn't really give out too much information before warm-ups. And my final player to watch is Rasmus Anderson. He is going to be buzzing around the ice like a little bee, and he has the opportunity to test the Oilers. I would prefer if he avoided the whole game misconduct thing again, though. I think we can just like, you know, live and learn. But he is a young defenseman. He's 25 years old who 
has the ability to defend very well, <laughs> obviously. And then, of course, he does bring the offensive presence to the game as well. He had a goal last series, and he ended up – I think he had – 50 points through the regular season? Yeah, he had 50 points. He had four goals and 46 assists. So I would say that he's definitely going to be a player to watch for a lot of different reasons. Like I mentioned, he's going to get under their skin. He's going to get in their face. He's going to do it well and behaved. (laughs) But I would also like to see him do the offensive side of things, you know, set up those plays, shoot the puck, cycle the puck, do, he, he's very good on special teams, I, I like, I like what he does, and I think that he's gonna be another fun one to watch. So, thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames, I will have your game one recap up for you bright and early tomorrow morning, I am very much looking forward to recording post-game, and getting that up to you. Um, Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto, as well as the show's Twitter feed, LO underscore Flames Pod, so we can chit chat during the games. And I am always happy to talk with you. And uh, if you're feeling extra kind today and want to spread some kindness, go ahead and leave the show a five-star review and a nice little rating whenever you get the chance. And I will talk with you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.